Greetings. This is Pastor Gary Montgomery, host of the Stone Builders Hour. I have a degenerative spine and have lived with constant pain for over five years. I tried it all surgeries, opioids, natural pain medication, and still no relief until I found Dr. Ryan Knight of Knight Family Chiropractic. Dr. Knight and his team reviewed my medical records and developed a personal therapy and rehabilitation plan, and I'm now on my way to pain reduction. You know, he can help you too. Just call Knight Family Chiropractic at 580-448-4412 for a free exam in Duran, Oklahoma, and mention Pastor Gary referred you. Remember his motto, all you need is love and adjustments. Call 580-448-4412. Welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and my lovely wife, Elder J.C. Montgomery. We're in the house today sharing good news uh, from the Bible. Praise God. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome podcast and radio family to another informative session. We bring you great tidings in the Lord and his holy word, the Bible. You know, last week and all of last month, we focused on black history Blacks in history of the Bible uh, from Genesis all the way to Revelation. But last week we discussed uh, Ebed, Malik, Jeremiah, Simon of Serene, Zipporah, Moses' wife, and Solomon's bride as in Scripture, Song of Solomon. And as you know, each of these individuals had a task that God gave them. And Lord and behold, they lived up to it. So when you read the Bible, just remember that it's full of color. It's full of diversity. It's full of God. You know, that's people. Yes. That's one thing I love about God. He's not monochromatic. He is definitely a man who loves color. Oh, I call God a man. But it does say in the Bible, he is a man that he will not Lie. You got the right pronoun. Huh? Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, well, I, as a married man, and I know that I always need a refresher course, men, please go back and read Song of Solomon. Yes. If you want to know about love, and if you want to know about how to love a woman, the right words to say, go to Song of Solomon's. They got it going on. He did have it going on. <laughs> what did he have? A hundred wives? Oh, and eight hundred of them. <laughs> like yeah. Concubines. So yeah. He had to have something fresh for everybody. Hey, uh, Bob, I don't know about all this that. this one made it to the, to the Bible. <laughs> what else did he say? But today is the beginning of March and time for spring cleaning. Yes. And I know we need some being in Oklahoma. It's dusty, dirty here. Spring cleaning is exciting to those seeking a fresh start. Hey, I'm I'm about that. And in the in previous eras, March was the beginning of the year. Yeah, it started with the uh, biblical holidays, so it wasn't a January February. Yeah. It started in March. We had a nine month calendar. That's right until. 
Constantinople. Yes, Constantine, he had, Yes, he had to change everything. <laughs> and the popes. Yes. <laughs> However, many dreaded because of the size of projects. You know how it is. You got to clean. I just uh, opened my cabinet today and ran my finger across and said, oops, got to do some dusting. It takes time. It takes effort to get it all done. Yeah, you got to wrap your mind around. Yes, you do. I, <laughs> I hate cleaning. I, I love that commercial where the woman comes on and says um, she had to mop the floor. And what is it about mopping that she likes? Nothing. Uh, I'm with her. It's truly a dust bowl out here. Too. Yes, it is. Whatever the outlook on spring cleaning, most people agree it's a wonderful feeling. We can enjoy our finished work and sense of accomplishment. And and the optimum word is finished work. <laughs> and put your feet up. Yep. And then start all over again. Praise God. You know, and that's why with the spring cleaning, uh, we want to look at the spring cleaning and how it relates to the Bible. And uh, I know that changes are happening in Jewish supermarkets around the world. Yes. Because you know, cleaning products, they're on, they're, they're, they're having special offers and sections of kosher for piosh. Did yeah. I pronounce that right? Yes, Pesh, you're good. Piosh. P-E-S-A-C-H. Y'all pronounce it for me. Uh, but those piosh goods are appearing with no traces of... Yeast. yeast i know i gotta get rid of all my yeast and we did have a show previously about uh pioche and yeast yes and leavened bread yes and unleavened bread yes at this time of the year everyone not everyone but those who want to follow god's commandments you know because some people want to live among their well, anyways get, <laughs> they, we're getting busy with spring cleaning as the festival of unleavened bread it's coming up on us and the bible commands that all leaven must be removed from your house mm. oh, no more y'all I'll like d- biscuits the biscuits got yeast uh you know some biscuits not it's mainly well it's i don't know flour. no flour and lard <laughs> yeah there you go okay well lard you can't use because it comes from that comes from the oh they got other kinds of lard okay. now they don't have to do come just from until the pig. they got plant lard well it, like pig lard even though we don't eat pork that's true <laughs> in fact we don't eat lard either oh then we get off of this get ready to go on the rabbit trail so you gotta remove yeast from your house and we did have fun during that show go back on spotify tune in uh i heart all our podcasts and you can go and find that uh, the, uh, it's, it talks about the unleavened bread. Yes, it does. The feast of unleavened bread. Yeah. So go back and uh, and go in detail of uh, what we were sharing, and uh, and and this requires cleaning away all possible traces of yeast. So the house gets a thorough cleaning. Mm. In Passover tradition, leaven represents sin yes 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 and we remember the miracle of the angel of death passing over hebrew houses right before the exodus that were protected by the blood of the lamb you know they use the hessop plant that same plant the hessop 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 yeah that's what they used uh, to to give uh they dipped it in vinegar in order to give jesus uh, a taste uh while he was hanging on the cross yes, to numb the pain wow that's, that's what that, it's about and that's that same plant that they use uh to, with the blood of the lamb to put on the door and isn't it funny that about this time of the year yeshua also gave the house of god a good spring cleaning 
Oh, well, we need it for sure because we come out of winter and we want to look forward to spring. If your home is anything like ours, a deep spring cleaning is necessary. Yeah. And it is with dust and everything else. We've been talking about it for two months now. Yes, because it's <laughs> uh, that's one thing that is different about this area of the plains there's no mountains to hold back the winds there's no mountains to hold back uh, any of the major storms and along with it comes all the dirt and mm-hmm. dust i have besides washing clothes i have washed my hands and face and everything else multiple times more so than anywhere that i have we have lived before so maybe now is the time for a spiritual spring cleaning so that you can be more prepared and used by God for his kingdom work because that's what he's looking for. Yeah. So pull up your sleeves, get to work with the following checklist. And I think we have about nine or 10 of them. But just remember, check off, just do one at a time. Start with one so that you can know how you fit into this whole human journey to get closer to God. That's good. It is a journey. Yes, it is. Uh, to walk with him, to talk with him, uh, to, you know, know and developing a personal relationship with him. That's what he wants. Number one, dust off your Bible. And I know many of those Bibles are dusty. Go to clap it together. It's all <laughs> the stuff is going to be coming out. But the reason why is because I obey your precepts and your statutes for all my ways are known to you. And that comes from Psalm 119, 168. Because that's what God wants us to do, to learn line upon line, precept yeah. upon precept. And this is more than just a, a short reading from your devotional. I mean, devotionals are great, but there's just sometimes I want to dig into that word and really find how it applies to me and what applications does it apply to my living. But it's a spring cleaning of the soul, including thoughtful and reflective meditations of God's word. And I was just in um, our shed. uh, We had talked about growing industrial hemp. And one of the things that I usually listen to scriptural music or gospel music. And one of the songs that just came on, I was so filled with the spirit that I began to speak in tongues. Mm. And it was just because at that moment. I just realized how important God is to, to to me. So many of us treat our daily Bible reading as a checklist. I do every morning as if purchasing food items. It's time to really saturate your thirsty soul with God's words. And now all of the meditations and the readings that they have, they go into depth. All you have to do is keep hitting that that button to see what's next or to see more explanations because it is important to get that word in you. Amen, amen. And the next one is uh, just wipe your eyes. Mm. (laughs) Wipe your eyes because weeping may stay for the night. But rejoicing comes in the morning. Psalms 35, 30, verse 5. Yes. There's a time for grieving, whether it's the loss of a loved one, a relationship, jobs, or just loss of good health. Lord, I'm healed right now in the mighty name of Yeshua. But at some point, the eternal perspective must take a strong place in your heart. You know, maybe it's time to just wipe your eyes. 
Move in the Holy Spirit for a refreshing of your faith in your loving God. You know, so when, JC, you mentioned uh, this morning, you know, you were in a praise and worship mode while you were working. Yes. And the Holy Spirit come upon you. You could be anywhere and ask, invite God in, and he will show up. Yes, he will. And one of the things uh, it talked about through that about wipe your eyes we are in a season where there are lots of things going on. Yes. Um, there are in here in the U.S. There's lots of killings and shootings um, in the world. You have all these diverse weather patterns. I mean, what's going on in Turkey and Syria right now? I just want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, that God is trying to get our attention, Amen. and He will not stop. Until he says, as in Romans 1, that we know the creator, we know who he is, and he wants us to call on him, not to wait, not to dibble-dabble, but to call on him as being the almighty. So we did one, which uh, was dust off your Bible. That's the first start. Two, wipe your eyes. And now three, vacuum up the influences of the world. You know, when you talk about wiping your eyes, uh, that that earthquake in Turkey. Mm, devastating. That If, if an earthquake like that happened anywhere in the United States, that would be the forefront. And what can you do? except uh, pour out your heart to the people who have lost their lives, their homes. I mean, that has impacted the whole economy to see the buildings come down like that. Like not, like it's someone... Like World Trade Center. Yeah, it's, it's like someone just went and everything just disappeared. And just remember, this happened in the middle of the night. It was like three or four o'clock in the morning. You're sleeping good, and then all of a sudden there's a rumble, a sh uh, you know, everything's shaking, and you end up on the bottom of the building. I mean, that is terror. Yes. Holy terror. And thank God that you were not in Turkey. Yes. That you're here among the United States. So even For now. There's a lot of issues, but we don't know when that might come. Yeah. Well, you know, just know. Like coal miner might be down there and hit like one chunk of coal. <laughs> might be the thing that drives I hope it's not that, that easy. <laughs> but one of the things that we need to do is... And, you know, like one and two, but now number three, vacuum up the influences of the world. God is looking for us through First John 2.15 to say, do not love the world or anything in the world. For if anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. Mm. And we're in a society where people are just doing anything and everything they're out of their ever-living minds um you know i, I know the uh, lbgt community is going to be up in arms about what's going on because people aren't lining up with them but we need to be lining up with the word of god god you know i mentioned romans one god said that we know who he is yeah. he put it in us so when we reject that word we're rejecting god and just know that he will get the last word. Amen. You know, the world's influence isn't isn't always detected right away. You know, you, we think we're getting away with it. It's usually after a period before you realize how worldliness has affected your thoughts about God, his people, and your spiritual walk. Because now we're so 
insensitive to all that's going on in the world. I shudder to think that my grandchildren have to deal with certain things. And I just pray for them and for their parents because we just don't know when our time's coming. We have to get rid of everything that clutters our heart from being sensitive to the Holy Spirit's leadership. He wants to lead. That's what Yeshua did. He left him behind so he could lead us in righteousness. Not with all the shenanigans that are going on right now. I just can't believe it. Men wearing dresses. Yeah. Men doing... uh, Make doing the opposite of what really a man is. Football players wearing dresses. It's it's got <laughs> all that testosterone placed in a dress. Yeah, it's got all we walk manly. Well, I was just gonna say, but it's it's upsy well, topsy turvy. That's the word I'm yeah. looking for. You know what was up is now down, and what was down is now up. What was good is now bad, and what is bad is now good. So we don't even know in our own minds what the truth is unless you're tied into the word and we definitely need the word because one thing that when you talk about vacuum up the influences of the world drugs yeah uh we have a big issue here in oklahoma where uh they're talking about there's medical um uh, cannabis that's legal here and now they're talking about legalizing recreational uh, recreational and there's other states that are doing it, California, New York, Colorado, Michigan, you know, a lot of, so it seems like with influences of the world, you know, God wants us to leave the world. Yes. You know, he wants us to leave the world and focus on him. And also, I think about the Kensington, uh, Pennsylvania, which is in the city of Philadelphia. And we, we lived in Philly for about uh, seven years. Matter of fact, our uh, oldest daughter was born in Philadelphia, praise God. Yes. And, uh, and the C. Kensington during that time was predominantly a working class white neighborhood. Yes, it was. And to see Kensington now with the drug addiction, the prostitution, with just, it's like, how can that change in a matter of like, 30 years? Yeah, yeah. How could that change like that? You know, because we we men of God have turned our backs on him and stopped producing and start going towards personal pleasures as opposed as opposed to doing his will. Well, Mm-mm. you got number 4, pastor. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got tied up on that one. But um how about this one? Shampoo away the buildup of an unforgiving attitude. Hmm. Shampoo away the buildup of an unforgiving attitude. What am I talking about? Well, Luke eleven four says, forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us. You know, after a deep hurt from a family member, a friend, or even a stranger, there may be a long winter season of having an unforgiving heart, and that can affect your health, yes, it affect does. your wealth, and affect all the people around you. It's difficult to continue in a thriving relationship with Yeshua and still hold on to a grudge. How do you do that? Especially in the church. There's some folks, I know we've been active in the church for a number of years, 
And that's the, one of the main thing is like people won't sit next to you or you took, you know, it's just crazy. Well, not only the church, but your families, that's yeah. even closer. Uh, well, I've known uh, individuals who haven't talked to their brothers or sisters or cousins for like 10 years. How can you carry that? And I just hope you know that if you point in a finger, three are pointing back at you. You're the one that's going to be bearing all the brunt of that because most times people just have moved on. Amen. That's why you have to wash away that unforgiving attitude and the living stream of Christ's forgiveness for you. Once you forgive someone else, forgive yourself next. Mm. For a matter of fact, you should forgive yourself first so you can move past. And once you forgive yourself, it's easier to forgive someone else. And when the Almighty is standing beside you, it may be hard, but it is possible. Well, you know, we have the the fifth one, which is wax and buff your time in prayer. But before we go to that, I love 3 John 2 that says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prosper. Three says, for I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. And four says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. That's what God is looking for. He's not that you're shampooing away your attitude, but you're also walking in truth. And, you know, after you shampoo, then now, especially when you look at a car, you down, you got wax and buff it. That's your time in prayer. Uh, Luke 18, 1 says, And Jesus told his disciples a parable to show that they should always pray and not give up. Don't give up. Don't quit. God is always looking for those who are pushing through the mark. Has your prayer life grown dull? It may be time to wax and buff it up. Mm -hmm. Try using the Psalms, which is where I always start when I feel like I'm not on sacred ground that I need to kind of rev it up a little bit I always start in Psalms because David knew he said God said he's a man after my own heart because he knew what to say Mm. or any selected scriptures that maybe you find from the New Testament or you have a favorite it's helpful to have a prayer partner to keep you on course writing in a prayer journal can also bring a new shine and finish to your intercessory time for the unsaved as well as fellow believers I love it I have like tons of books that I have written in and was part of a prayer group and I keep those and every now and then I go through them and I'm just amazed at how much I've not only gone through but how much God has turned things around for me. Praise God. Mm -hmm. Yes indeed. Yes indeed. You know the next one we want to talk about is polish your thought life. Mm. That's so important. Yes, it is. Your thought life. <laughs> you know, you got sometimes you got to get rid of that stinking thinking. Mm. For Matthew's fifteen nineteen states, for out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, mm. adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slanders. That's why you put on your whole body of armor. Yes. Your helmet of salvation. You got that's what they start with. The head. Yes, because you gotta guard your head. 
Praise God. You know, as believers, we stand to guard over the thoughts we meditate on. If we become lazy with guarding our thoughts, because evil's out there. Yes, it is. Just waiting. And our minds can become lax and over time less able to decipher the Almighty's voice. Because we're so busy listening to evil. everybody else, the devil, mm. my friend over there ain't got my best. Mm. You out there adulterying, you out there stealing, <laughs> you out there doing up. this, you out there doing that. You, you you don't become tentative to the Almighty's voice. That's why it's imperative to deal with our wandering thoughts now that we recognize it. And you know when you stinking thinking, yep. you know it. I know when I get angry, I get so mad that it's easy to have thoughts of revenge or or thoughts of like, you know. But thank God that he's a forgiving God. Yes. A merciful God. Yes, he is. He, Yeshua walked in our shoes. So Hallelujah. He knows. Hallelujah. You know, he wasn't all holy, holy, holy all the time, but I believe he was. But I knew that there was times where I, that I believe he wanted to throw a couple lightning bolts at a few <laughs> folks. <laughs> but he had levity. That's what makes us have a personal relationship with God. He knew us. He knew every inch of us in terms of our thoughts our weaknesses our strengths and that's what god is looking for he says take the time to check your motives and clean them up releases you of a guilt-free life that's number seven clean up your motives Mm. he will bring light to what is hidden in darkness and will expose the motives of the heart that's first corinthians 4 5 i always used to tell people that i never i do get angry about certain things but i never will condemn another person because I know God has my back. He Amen. will always give me not only a way of escape, but he will always handle my business. Every strain of impure motive is seen by the Lord and he disciplines those he loves. Yes, he does. Praise God. I'm going to try to stay on the right track here because his discipline. Yeah, we don't need it. Up high to down low, real fast. That's true. It's a mercy, mercy, mercy. (laughs) That is so true. But we're going to rake up uh, the brush and deadness from seasons past. You know, Romans eight thirteen says, "For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. Mm. But if you live by the Spirit, you will put it to death, the misdeeds of the body, and you will live." Praise Hallelujah. God! Yes. While we may have good intentions spiritually, our sinful nature or the flesh will constantly pull us in the opposite direction. You know, we, we, we got to remove the deadness of our sinful nature and its influence on our lives by intentionally cleaning it up. Yep. The spirit of God will quicken to your spirit if your flesh is having more control over you. Get control over your flesh. Yes, that's why a lot of times we need to, number nine, reseal our commitment to God. It says in First Thessalonians 5, 8, let us be sober putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. A renewing of our relationship with God can bring a fresh joy and hope that we might have missed along the way, just like I was in the shed and that spiritual gospel came on. I, at that moment, I 
resealed my commitment to God. Find a quiet place to reflect on your relationship with Jesus Christ and how the Spirit might be leading you towards a different direction. Let faith, not fear, faith, be your guide. Mustard seed faith. faith. Yes. So spring has sprung. Yes, it has. <laughs> with fresh air, a bright sunny days and breezy nights, spring has come. Yes. And those who long for a new start in their spiritual walk, walk are unafraid of what it takes. Your heavenly Father longs for you to grow spiritual fruit in the abundance of grace. That he has granted you, praise God. And you know, when spring is sprung, that's when you see the uh, crocuses come out, the new flowers. Um, I've started uh, all my seeds for my garden and they're sprouting. So it's just amazing to see that in that seed is everything. So if it's a radish, it's going to come out like a radish. If it's a squash, it's going to come out. And the first ones to spring forth was the corn. So it is just amazing to see that life can be that same thing. But I had to clean it up. I had to get the the, the pots prepared so that it can be in an environment where growth can take place. Praise God. Praise God. So I guess we're almost out of time. And I just want to read a couple of scriptures. That's fine. uh, Psalms 51.10, create in me a clean heart, yes. oh God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Mm. Oh, Father, we need you, dear Lord God. And in Galatians 6.2, share each other's burden. Mm. And in this way, obey the law of Christ. You know, that's why I thank God for my wife, because you say we're, we're not unequally yoked. Yes. And I can go with her when I'm low, and she can help pick me up. And when I'm high, you know, she'll take me higher. Praise God. All right. <laughs> so that's when we leave with John 1, 2. Dear friend, I hope all is well with you. Yes. And that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in the spirit oh hallelujah one two yes thank you lord and we just know that spring is is here and we need to get ready and clean out all that old stuff because we have new wine. Oh no, that groundhog says supposed to have six more nah. uh, six more weeks of. Well, uh, we've already are going to have bad weather tonight. Uh, <laughs> the weather no, forecast is changing. So, no, but I'm just, watch. yes, but I'll just know that all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and are the called. So I'm a called. Praise God. God bless all of you.